After the Pulpit, and our 40th episode today. The title of this episode is, Does God Forget Us? I'm going to read from the Psalms, from Psalm 44, verses 17 to 26 from the New International Version. All this came upon us, though we had not forgotten you. We had not been false to your covenant. Our hearts had not turned back. Our feet had not strayed from your path. But you crushed us and made us a haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it, since he knows the secrets of the heart? Yet for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Awake, Lord, why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression? We are brought down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. Amen. Two weeks ago I said we would be looking at the subject of disappointment with God. I deviated slightly from that last week due to time pressure, but perhaps a hopeful look into the future was not out of place. Today we come back to the Psalms, and our reading is from one of the most hopeless Psalms in the book. I've had a torrid week. One of those where whatever can go wrong does. It started off pretty well, but on Wednesday evening, as I was trying to cook supper, the top of the kettle bry fell on my arm and burnt me quite badly. The following day, as I was preparing to go and get dressings for my arm, I inadvertently managed to lock my wife and two cats into the bedroom and the key wouldn't open the lock. As a result, I had to call out locksmith at great cost to get the thing sorted out. And that's just two events that happened this week. The result of a week like this, though, is that one begins to wonder if living God's way is worth the effort. Does God truly love me after all? And I think this is a question that many, many people will ask when they find themselves in difficult circumstances. This is exactly where the psalmist finds himself as he recounts God's great deeds at the beginning of the psalm, but then asks if they're simply part of the historical record. His sense is that although God did great things for his people in the past, he has forgotten them and left them to suffer. The Old Testament understanding of God's justice was that he would favor those who lived according to the covenant and punish those who did not. As far as the psalmist is concerned, Israel has kept faith with God and does not deserve to be forgotten or punished. Yet their suffering 
all manner of disaster. It seems that the equation doesn't work anymore. This kind of discovery brings us to a place of despair. What can we do in order to obtain God's favor? What can we do in order to be healed and restored? If keeping covenant with God is not enough, then there must be something else we can do. And so our thoughts go round and round. In keeping with the pattern of lament all through the Psalms, this one ends with a cry for mercy. The last word of the psalm is in fact the Hebrew word chesed, which means loving kindness or mercy. This isn't a, a cry of, of loss, it's not a cry of giving up, but an expression of faith. Faith that although God seems to have forgotten, his nature is always to have mercy. It's a trust that because of his covenant with his people, he will act. We can learn something from all of this. We can learn that even when life seems to be completely out of control, we can turn to God. Even when we suspect that God is not listening, we know this is not true. All of lament is a longing for God to act a longing for God to change the way we are living so that his purposes will be fulfilled in the end. At the end of my week, I can come back to God and reaffirm that I choose to live in God's way rather than my own. Even if the rewards are not apparent now, my faith tells me that God is neither deaf nor uncaring. I want to end with a quote from a friend of mine who said, God never promised to keep us out of trouble, but he did promise to walk through it with us. This is the one thing that we can be sure of, and certainly this is the one thing that has been my experience right through life, that God doesn't protect us from trouble all the time, but he does walk with us through it. We're going to listen to a song now which is based on the psalm that I read, Psalm 44, and it's written by John Michael Talbot. It's entitled, This Befell Us. This befell us though we had not forgotten Of the earth, 
This befell us though we had not forgotten Though we never had been false to your word Though our hearts had not withdrawn their longing Though our minds had not strayed from your word You continue to reject and disgrace us No longer seem to dwell with us You make us now the taunt of our neighbors The laughing stock of all who draw This befell us though we had not forgotten Though we never had been false to your word Though our hearts had not withdrawn their longing Though our minds had not strayed from your word All day long my disgrace is before me My face is not covered with shame This befell us though we had not forsaken We had not been false to your name Awaken, Lord, why do you sleep and slumber? Arise, O Lord, do not reject us again. Awake, O Lord, do not hide your face. Stand up, O Lord, and come to our aid. This befell us, though we had not forgotten. Though we never had been false to your word Though our hearts had not withdrawn their longing Though our minds had not strayed from your word Though our minds had not strayed Thank you for listening and I look forward to being with you again next week. Goodbye for now.